you a fan of this podcast? Do you wish there was even more juicy content for you to sink your ears into? Well, there is. You can become a premium member of this podcast for $5.99 a month and get full access to an archive of over 50 bonus episodes. Additionally, we release a bonus episode every single month. That's a ton of extra content, including my personal interior design diaries, extra tips, my talking about trends, and so much more. Additionally, you'll be keeping us on the airwaves each and every week because your premium membership money goes directly back to making this podcast amazing. Check us out at affordableinteriordesign.com. Click on podcast to learn more and to become a premium member today. high-end designer or a lot of money to get a luxe look be your own interior designer this is affordable interior design the podcast here's your host betsy hellman i'm so excited to be back with you again this week i'm joined today by ashley ashley is in the academy and she has so much to offer ashley tapley of house candy home and uh, so, Ashley, without further ado, I'm going to let you introduce yourself to our listeners. Great. Well, my name is Ashley, and I've been a member of the Academy one year yesterday. I had to go back and look. And so it's been a year. And I had a, a past career in marketing and graphic design for about 25 years for a chain of thrift stores. And I did signage and merchandising and graphics and and loved it. And I was ready to do something different. And I started my own home staging business, which was House Candy Staging. And uh, after a couple of years of staging, I ended up having a lot of realtors referring me to their clients that just purchased homes to help them design their home. And people that would go through the open houses or they were shopping for houses, they would see something I staged and they would reach out to me and say, hey, can you help me with my new house? And it was super exciting because I got into staging because I didn't know I could really be an interior designer and thought, well, I can stage. And I took a lot of training for that, which was great. And I, I felt like I needed more to up my game if I was going to be taking on these clients and to give them their best, I knew I needed some more education. So I landed here. So just to take it back a step, you know, you were in marketing for a couple of decades plus. Mm -hmm. What spurred you to make the leap to um, even staging? I have always loved my home. And I have done remodeling projects, you know, helped with various construction projects. Everyone jokes, I paint my walls like every year. Um, I just, I have decorating books, magazines, like it's just such a passion for me. And then when HGTV came on, I was just like, oh my gosh, (laughs) just obsessed. And so I really, truly love interiors. 
And, and then growing up as a child, we built our own house and my mom is in the trade. She sells furniture to hotels and has, you know, a really good design sense. And so I just, I love it and thought, why not? Why can't I make this a business and support myself by doing it? That's awesome. And staying on that kind of tangent. So you mentioned your mom's in the trade. Tell us a little bit about your background, where you're from, what your family looks like, just things like that. So I'm from California. I was born in Pennsylvania, but I only lived there until I was two. And we moved around to a lot of different houses. So I lived in Southern California. I lived in the um, South Bay area, like the San Jose area. Growing up, um, I lived in the Walnut Creek area, and now I'm on the coast. So I've bounced around, had a lot of houses, got to redecorate a lot of times and have different rooms. Uh, and then I went to college in Chico and San Jose State, so I had apartments there as well. So I, that was always like my favorite thing is moving and setting up shop. Oh my gosh. That's yeah. like a nightmare. Moving and setting up shop is... <laughs> Well, I've been in this house for 26 years now. And so I married my college sweetheart and Aww. we live here at the beach and we have two daughters that are 27 and 25 and a little grandbaby that is one. That's awesome. He, he lives here with us with our oldest daughter. Nice. Right on the beach. Must be nice, Ashley. Yeah. I'm just painting that picture for myself right now. <laughs> Well, you know, so after you had this successful staging business and people were asking you, Ashley, help us with interior design, what made you feel like you needed more education? What made you seek out the academy versus just taking your staging skills and kind of adapting them? Well, you know how you don't know what you don't know and, and <laughs> until you I know it. Know. <laughs> <laughs> so I just felt like I mean, people go to school for this. There's a ton of stuff I don't know. You know, I should probably go, you know, check all of that out and make sure that I have a solid background before I'm advising people on what to do. And staging is great. And it's let me experiment a lot um, with room layouts and things like that, because you, you bring in your furniture that you have and you make the best with it. And, but when you're, doing somebody's home and you're purchasing these things, you have more choice about what you're going to use and you need the, the shapes to be right and the sizes to be right. It can't be, that'll work. You know, it's got to be better than that. And so um, I really felt like I needed some help with that and where to get things and all of that because staging, you're buying lightweight furniture it looks pretty in pictures, but you wouldn't necessarily want to live on it. And uh, like the sofas are from Amazon and really lightweight, like a potato chip, but they look fine. And so, um, and the beds are fake. Uh, they're, they're box springs that you put pads on. And so it's all different, but the principles are there of design. And so I needed, I needed more. I needed more. Well, and so what made you choose the Academy? There's lots of different stuff out there, lots of paths to go down. Well, I listened to your podcast. And before that, I had your book. And I loved, loved your book. I think it's like the Bible. It's the best 
best reference guide. And it really helped me with my staging when I was getting into the staging um, on how to put a room together and the balance and, and, and wood tones and all of that and trying to make these spaces that I'm creating out of a mix of whatever I have available, but use the design principles to make sure that the room feels good when you walk into it. And so your book and then your podcast. And I just thought, yeah, I think I want to investigate this and and see what it's about. And it was a perfect fit for me. It really has been a great fit. And tell me more about why you felt it worked so well for you. What were the characteristics of the Academy or what did you learn inside that really felt like this is where I need to be? For me, the floor planning software and the mood boarding and creating client presentations and just really taking what I do to a more professional level um, was super, super helpful. And that was a game changer. And I say it was like putting gasoline on my career. It just lit up and, you know, the phone's ringing, the email's happening I have a waiting list for clients. I'm doing all sorts of things I never thought I would be doing. And it's super exciting. Well, and I think you're right. Knowing those professional tools and being able to sell your designs in a way that's really polished, that can compete with designers who have, you know, five or six figures of debt and took years and years of college is really something to be proud of. And it's really something that helps you to, as you know, I've been prodding you to do, raise your prices because you can compete. Your results and your product uh, is as good as they'll pay exponentially more for somewhere else. And, you know, it's that kind of confidence that I want you to have when mastering these programs when leaving the academy. You know, I want you to have that gas in your tank or wind behind your sails. I'm just thinking of all these California references, right? <laughs> Sun on your back. No, okay. Wind at the back. Okay. I don't know. But anyway, that's what we're hoping to do is take that love, that passion and ignite it and really help it to become something so much more. Something that not only makes you money, but fuels that passion, which is the reason you got started, right? Mm-hmm. You can live the HGTV lifestyle, warts and all. (laughs) Because I think you're taking a lot more projects than Chip and Joanna Gaines from what I hear and see in the Academy Facebook page. I'm taking a lot. And and it's a mix. It's I still do the staging because I like it. And but I've scaled that back to, you know, be more selective about my clients and helping the ones that I already have and and we have a great relationship and a great thing going. And a lot of my staging clients are also design projects. And so it's not just putting the furniture in a, in an empty house. I might be picking the paint colors. I might be redoing a bathroom. Um, I'm, I'm staging one this afternoon after I leave where I did the paint, the bathroom, the kitchen, some light landscape ideas in, in the yard. We put in, um, it has brick fireplace, but there was an inset and we did this really killer Spanish tile because it's like a 1930s Spanish home. And we brought that into the kitchen and the bathroom. 
And um, so these projects are not only staging, but they're designing with the lighting and, and the whole bit. And definitely, and when you're able to go to that deeper level, even when it is for resale, uh, you can ask more, you know, and then also you get better before and afters for your website. And I think it's deeply rewarding to see that major transformation. It's not just decoration anymore. You Mm -hmm. are really, you know, up-leveling this home in a more permanent way. Mm-hmm. And with with um, houses for sale, usually when somebody decides they want to sell, they want it to happen pretty quickly. And the real estate agents that I work with have all these contractors. And so it, it happens really fast. And so it allows me to work on a ton of projects within a year and get a ton of experience really, really fast, which I've loved. Well, and you know, I had a quick question for you, just going back to something you said earlier, you mentioned that you're kind of slowing down on the staging side and ramping up the interior design side a little bit. Mm -hmm. And why is that sort of what's the difference for you? Why is one more slightly more exciting or something, right? Well, the design is more lucrative. Mm -hmm. Staging, you know, people will only pay so much, even though I just had a house go $522,000 over asking, which was great. And then another one just went 300 and I think two over asking. Oh my gosh. And that's like what a house costs. I mean, it's just crazy out here. But I just think that even so, given those numbers, you, people only have a certain tolerance for what they'll pay to stage a house. And it's backbreaking work as well. I mean, I have movers, but I'm hanging my own pictures and I have assistants that help me with things, but it's a really, really physical job. And then you have to have warehouses and manage your inventory. And I, I don't want to be doing that a few years down the road as I get older. It's just, that's just a lot to take on. So I'll do it for, you know, few more years. And then I'd like to back out of that and just do design. So yeah, so you're feeling like design is sort of more bang for the physical buck. But then also that is just more, there's more longevity in it for you. And I know I feel that way, like on install days with my clients, um, when I'm doing a project from soup to nuts, and I come in with the handyman team, even though I have a team of burly people helping me, I'm not really lifting anything heavy. I leave exhausted. Mm -hmm. Like I go home and I'm worth nothing. I'm not going to be making dinner. I'm going to be laying on the couch and Mm -hmm. putting my feet in that little foot massager from Sharper Image. Like that's all I can do. I need one of those because I'll walk like 10 miles in a staging day. Oh my gosh. Mm -hmm. That Fitbit is probably going to explode. Yeah. 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 Well, I don't doubt it at all. And um, I totally can relate. And to think about having to do that on a very fast timeline all the time Mm -hmm. sounds overwhelming. Yeah. It's, it's a lot, but it's really fun. It's really fun. But I always, at the end, there's my dog. I always feel like the Grinch when we take it all out and we've done just a beautiful job and the house is gorgeous and it feels like a home. And then we pack it all up and drive it away. And I don't like that part of it. And so part of like making a home for somebody 
where it's their home and they love it really resonates with me. I mean, I help people see a blank space as a home for them, which is great, but I want something a little more permanent. That is so interesting that also it's more rewarding. Mm-hmm. I could definitely see that. I've never staged. I, I've definitely helped people get their homes ready for sale and things, but I don't have a big arsenal of rental furniture. I don't do anything on that level. And I would not think about like how taking it down would sort of be um, anti what you were going for. You know, you're going for that transformation. You're going for helping people change their lives. And certainly you did that, but it's so temporary. Right. Yeah, that's interesting. I think that's very interesting. One thing about the staging that's kind of cool is that quite a few people that I've staged for, and I've just met them through the staging process, when they move, they have me design their house, their new house. And so that's been pretty cool. That's an amazing referral resource. They've already seen your aesthetic. They've already seen what you and your team can do. And now, as you mentioned before, your services are so much more valuable to them because they're going to keep and live with these items. Mm -hmm. So I think that is just so smart. The perfect way to parlay those clients into something much more, more lucrative and more personally rewarding, it sounds like. Yeah, definitely. And now it's time for a quick commercial break. Do you love this podcast? Do you wish you could learn even more? Well, we have an online class bundle. Our online class bundle is comprised of three online classes, Beautifying Your Home for Less, Styling Your Home, and The Fundamentals of Feng Shui. Each one of those three classes is between 30 and 45 minutes long and chock-filled with visuals and tips things that will help you to style your own space or help out with other spaces. Additionally, with the pack of three classes, you get an autographed copy of my book, Affordable Interior Design. You get all of that for only $99. Once again, that's the three online classes as well as the book for only $99. You just go to affordableinteriordesign.com slash classes. Once again, affordableinteriordesign.com slash classes to buy your bundle today. And if one of those classes sounded intriguing, but maybe you already have my book or some of the other topics are not of interest, you can buy the classes individually at that site as well. Each class is $40. So head over to affordableinteriordesign.com classes to get your bundle or your online class today. Well, circling back to the academy, so you went through it at a pretty rapid pace. I was very impressed. You've Mm -hmm. been so involved in the Facebook community, always sharing the projects you're working on, always kind of contributing your questions and contributing answers to people's struggles, even hosting a staging uh, tutorial for us, which was awesome. Uh, But tell me, you know, of the journey that you went on in the academy What was sort of the most valuable thing? And then what was the most challenging thing? I think I touched on the most valuable thing really were those tools, the tools that I needed. And they also, the floor planning, I think is the most challenging as far as just building the room and getting all of those bump outs and windows in the right places and getting the room so it's accurate that... I think for me, and and I had a background in graphic design, it's still 
was challenging. Mm -hmm. So I think that part was the most challenging, but also the most valuable. I just went and measured a house and I'm getting ready to put it all together and load it up with furniture for them. So it's a tool that I, I couldn't do this job. I couldn't do it without it. Yeah. Yeah. It makes things so much easier. And when you have all those measurements, you can play, you can take risks, you can try a number of different things, which is what we really encourage in the Academy is not locking in on one floor plan, but instead exploring several options so that you deeply know the room and you deeply know why you chose the final floor plan when you chose it. Like why you're recommending that the client buy a nine by 12 versus reusing their eight by 10 rug, right? You can speak with confidence, showing them right there on the floor planning software. Here's the reason. And then they, they have this big aha. Oh my gosh, we can't reuse my grandmother's old rug because this one looks so much better. And mm -hmm. that software is the tool it, because they can't visualize. And sometimes I just want to have that technical precision. So in order to help us both, me to be technically accurate with my recommendations and them to get completely on board, all we need is that visual bridge. Yeah. Thank so goodness for software. It's so helpful. And my clients love it. And, and then the mood boarding is just fantastic. You know, putting together a few different versions of a room so they can see it and have them be able to click and shop. It's, it's pretty great. Yeah. I always tell my designers, not only in the academy, but also the team that works for me, I say, the mood board sells your presentation. And really people say to me, Betsy, should the mood board be in perspective? Should it be a visual collage? Should it have a number of vignettes that overlap? And the bottom line is whatever is going to sell your vision is what the mood board should be. So for certain rooms, I make it more of a collage style. There are other rooms where I feel the need to really put it in perspective and maybe even drop in some windows and flooring. Mm -hmm. So it's quite personal to the client and the space and your vision. But if it doesn't look good, they're not on board. Right. So the more you can master that software, the more you can find a software that's great, then master how to use it mm -hmm. and then figure out the nuances of, you know, is this a collage mood board? Since this room is multifunctional, living, dining, and desk area, maybe it's better if I go this route than if I did a true forced perspective, mm -hmm. right? So I know for our clients, uh, it has been amazing to devote more time and attention and use a more robust software for the mood boards because it stops revisions. Our clients who, as we're going through the shopping list, are like, I don't know about that chair or I would have never pictured that wallpaper. All mm -hmm. of a sudden, they're seeing these things in a visual representation and they're like, oh my goodness, don't change anything. I love the whole, right? So the more appealing you can make that holistic snapshot, the more happy they'll be. That's what we find. Is that what you have found? Have you kind of experimented yeah, with that? Absolutely. And it really helps, you know, if you're, even if you're putting together a bathroom, like what mirror, what lights, like how do the scales look next to each other? And you can pretty much see it and know, okay, I need the, the three globe light, not the two globe light for this one. And it's super, super helpful. And so uh, for my staging remodels, I'll put those together for my real estate clients. And for staging, I don't 
do, you know, the mood boarding or anything like that. I just know what I'm going to bring and I, I bring it, I have it in my head and I can just do it. Um, but this most recent one that I'll be staging today had a lot of design elements and I thought I'm going to throw it together on the mood board and see, and it helped me pick out which curtains I wanted to use. And it really, um, and it's fun. I'll have to share at some point the picture of the mood board and the picture of the room, because it's super fun to see that come together and see what changed and, and what stayed the same. Definitely. And I mean, I think when thinking about your website, we have that before picture of the tragic unstaged space. We have that mood board of your amazing vision. Then we have the after picture of that vision being realized. And then we Mm -hmm. have the final price tag. Like these are the things I want to know as the potential person coming to you. And you're exactly right. If you sold my home for $500,000 over ask, I would definitely want you to design my living room. For sure. For of course. My new living room. Yes. Um, well, you know, your story is so inspiring, you know, because basically you took this business that was only staging and not only found a way to add a companion business, but also to parlay those clients into something more. You know, would you say that since taking the Academy, since adding on the design element, has your workload or client load doubled? What does that look like? You mentioned you're super busy. What does that look like? Gosh, yeah, I think it probably has doubled. And and the design clients, I mean, I can't, it's just exploded. It really has. I mean, I get calls almost every day. I mean, wow. (laughs) It's, it's crazy. And, and my marketing background really helps. Um, I'm very consistent with my Instagram and um, have a lot of followers and, and that, you know, people will meet me and say, oh, I follow you on Instagram. And it's so weird, but, but fun. And so it's a lot of realtors, but they're referring me for, you know, clients like that need exterior paint color, need a, a room designed or you know, whatever it is they need, or people are finding me on Yelp and through Google because people are reviewing me and I only have five-star reviews. And they, I say, how do you, how did you find me? And they said, oh, I found you on Yelp. You have a lot of rave reviews. So that's, it feels really good. I'm super proud and happy with all of this. And I'm so glad that I did it. Like if I didn't, and after my my job with the thrift stores ended, if I, you know, took another marketing job somewhere else, I don't think I would have been this fulfilled. Well, that's just the perfect segue to the next question I was going to ask, which is, you know, a lot of people are listening. A lot of people listen to the podcast who dream of being interior designers, but have a different gig, right? Maybe they've been at for a couple of decades as well, or they spend a lot of money on education in that field. And even though it's not fulfilling them, they're quite hesitant to take the leap. So what would you tell them now that you've left, now that you made the big jump and are thriving? What would you say to people who are hesitant? I just think, what if you didn't do it? Like, what if it could have gone really well and been fulfilling and fun and everything you thought it would be, but you didn't do it. You didn't try. I think if I didn't try, I wouldn't be 
I'm basically living my dream, which is really exciting. <laughs> and, and I think that would be really sad for me and probably for other people too. So it was, I mean, I learned so much. And if you're passionate about design, you're going to be super interested in the classes and, and all of the different coursework and everything that you're learning. And so I think if you're into, into design and you're thinking about it, you would love it. And then it just gives you an opportunity to take it to the next level, but you've got to work. I mean, I've worked my butt off. <laughs> I work really, really hard. I've worked really hard to make this happen, but I, I've been able to do it, which is so exciting. Well, and now you understand my frustration when people write me and say, Betsy, if I was doing what I love, it would never feel like work. And so I think, Ashley, you can affirm my sentiments that when you're doing what you love, it definitely feels like work. Sometimes it feels like more work because you don't always have that firm boundary of a nine to five. Mm -hmm. uh, you enjoy it so much. Maybe you work a little bit too long on a client project. But the thing for me is it does feel like work, but I don't feel resentful. I feel like I'm doing what I'm meant to do. And I did get goosebumps when you said, you know, living your dream, because that is exactly why I created the Academy. So many people were writing me. So many people were saying, Betsy, I want to do what you do. How can I do that? And I knew I had a program I used internally. And it was really just to help people realize their dreams. Like, let's get you successful. Let's get you where you want to be. Because I also really appreciate that your business could be huge, Ashley, as I've told you many times after following your journey, but that you kind of keep it how you want it. You know, you could have 10 designers under you. You could definitely make that happen in your area with your level of success. But, you know, that's the other great thing. If we're going back to that gasoline analogy, you put your foot on the gas. You determine what it means for your lifestyle. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the other joy of kind of doing your own thing. That you Definitely. can go to Disneyland with your granddaughter, that you can hang out with your dog and go to the beach every day. That's what I'm imagining Ashley does. She goes to the beach every day. Um, that's what I would do if I was Ashley. Let's keep it keep it real. But, uh, but yeah, that was really a takeaway for me from what you shared. Yeah, most definitely. And I had one client tell me, she thinks, she's like, I've, you know, seen a lot of people do what you do, but I think this is your calling. She's like, I really think it's your calling. It was like, oh, this is, that just meant so much. Yeah. And it's great when you feel it's your calling, when internally you're getting so much out of it. But for somebody to see that in you, see that you're lighting up, see that you're where you should be. I just think that that's not only a beautiful comment, but a really good sign. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Well, I am so, 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 so glad that you were on the podcast and that you were willing to share your story because it is one of massive success. I am just in awe of what you've been able to do in such a short time. So tell people, where can they find you? Where can they see this Instagram? Oh, I have a website, which is housecandyhome.com. And my Instagram is at housecandyhome. And then I also have a Facebook, which is house candy home and it's very similar it a lot of the content is the same on instagram and facebook so whichever you like to use and i try to post three times four times a week 
something like that. And I do uh, tips every Tuesday. And those have been super fun and popular. And, and it's fun to come up with my tips. I love that. And I just appreciate this time. And I really appreciate what you've created to help me do this. Of course. Well, it's my pleasure. And hearing success stories like these certainly makes all the hard work worth it. And I can't wait to continue to watch you grow in the Facebook group. And uh, it's been a pleasure. It's been a pleasure. So I keep posting those after pictures because they are drool worthy. I've already liked you on Facebook, so that's good. And I can't wait to see where you go. There's big things for you, you, Ashley, for sure. Thank you. Well, thanks for being on the podcast. And um, I'll see you in the Academy later this week for group coaching. And in the meanwhile, everyone, thanks so much for listening to us again this week. And uh, if you want to learn more about the Academy, go to affordableinteriordesign.com backslash Academy. Until next time, everybody. Bye. You've asked for it and we have answered the call. For years, you've been saying, Betsy, You're talking about all these great design concepts, but we can't visualize them. You're describing the picture that the listener sent in of their problem, and we wish we could see that picture too. After all, a picture is worth a thousand words, and I do my best to describe them, but there's nothing like seeing it for yourself. And that's why Affordable Interior Design, the podcast, now has a YouTube channel. Not only do we have a YouTube channel where you could see recordings and clips of these podcast episodes, we also have an Instagram, a Facebook, and so many other exciting things. You should check it out. Head over to affordableinteriordesign.com slash links. Once again, affordableinteriordesign.com slash L-I-N-K-S links. And when you go there, you will see links to our YouTube page, our Instagram page, our Facebook page, and more. Please check it out, follow and subscribe so you can see everything I'm talking about. A big thank you to our amazing producer, Catherine Heller, to Aton and the MDCR House Band, and to Affordable Interior Design, the sponsor of this podcast and the premier place to get an amazing look on a budget. Check out affordableinteriordesign.com. If you guys love the show, the very best way to support us is by spreading the word. Tell your friends or write us an awesome review on iTunes. So until next week, guys, thanks so much for joining us, and I'll talk to you soon. Bye.